0: Help for HD Live is going on air in five, four, three, two.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This program is made possible because of Teva Pharmaceuticals, Neurocrine Biosciences, the Griffin Foundation, and the Hereditary Disease Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today I am going to be talking to you about um, my participation in the surveyor study through um, Sage Therapeutics. Um, I was supposed to be doing this show from... Washington DC from Georgetown as um, today was supposed to be my day 28 visit. Uh, However, there were some complications. Um, There was a a pipe that burst at the clinical research unit and so I ended up having to reschedule um, my visit for next week, but I still wanted to share with you guys kind of what I've dealt with um, with this clinical trial. Uh, I think it's a very exciting clinical trial, and I think it's important to note what's been going on. I was hoping to do uh, multiple videos, but I uh, decided to do it in podcast form because there's just so much information um, that I want to share with you guys and thoughts. So here we go. So first off, I want to share that... um, This is a really exciting thing for the HD community. This this clinical trial is super exciting, and the reason for that is this is the first ever medication um, that they are studying for the cognitive symptoms of HD. Um, All of the other things that have been looked at before have been for movement. Um, Nothing has been specific to the cognitive symptoms of HD. So super exciting uh, to finally have. A something looking at cognitive symptoms. Um, and, and I have just been ecstatic about that from from the beginning. Um, the other thing that's really exciting about this is that Sage Therapeutics actually created a brand new cognitive assessment to do this study for Huntington's disease. Um, And that's not something that we have seen in the HD community. We've had like this basic cognitive assessment that we've used throughout the years. And now we have a more extensive um, look into the cognitive symptoms of HD through this cognitive assessment. Um, What's really exciting about that is I had the opportunity to talk with Sage Therapeutics and they have agreed to let me share the document with the HD community so you can use it for personal use. So we can use it if we're gonna go to our doctor and you know we wanna track our symptoms beforehand so we know how to talk to our neurologist about it, or if we wanna just track our symptoms ourselves um, to, to see how things change, that's something that we can do. So I am really excited that Sage Therapeutics is giving us this document to um, be able to change our cognitive assessment and to track ourselves, that is just really, really exciting to me. Um, and I want to say thank you to Sage Therapeutics for being willing to share this. Um, and I really hope that this more extensive document is, you know, is used in um, other research uh, coming up. So, yeah, super exciting about that. Um, The other really exciting thing about this one is that it's not just being done in HD. Um, A lot of times, you know, we worry about getting enough participants. We worry about, um, you know, how long the study has to be to be able to track and see whether or not it's making a difference. the good thing about this study through Sage Therapeutics, excuse me, is that they are also doing it in Alzheimer's and dementia to um, be able to see how cognitive effects um, happen there and if this drug will help with that. And that's really exciting for us because it means that there's a bigger pool of participants to pull from and get more data quickly. So you don't have to have as long of a of a clinical trial to be able to get the data. Um, since we have, you know, another disease group that's participating. And that also means more money to go towards it, um, which is awesome because we need that money to be able to get the research um, going. So all really exciting things. The other really big thing that was exciting for me with this is uh, there is this open label portion that will be available um, in the, short study, the 28-day study, um, that is up to a year long. Um, So after you participate in the 28-day portion of the study that is placebo-controlled and um, double-blinded, which means you don't know what you're getting, if it's the placebo or if it's the real thing, um, and nobody else knows what you're getting, and um, you won't find out what you're getting probably until afterwards, if ever. But after that, after the 28 days of participating in or taking the study drug or placebo, you can then transition over to the open label portion where you will actually receive the true drug up to a year. Um, so that's really exciting. We love having those things to see long-term effects on people um, and specifically people with HD. So um that's that's really exciting part of this as well. Um, so I mentioned surveyor. There are two different studies, clinical trials that are going on with Sage Therapeutics for this specific drug. Um, There is Surveyor, which is the short one. It's a 28-day period of taking the medication. Um, Technically, it's 42 days long because your last check-in is day 42, Um, but it's 28 days of taking the medication. And the DIMENSIONS trial is longer than that, like six months. Um, And So obviously short period, long period. Um, I have chosen to do the short period study just because that works better with my schedule and my life. Um, You know, I have two little kids, so I really had to think about, could I do a long-term study of going regularly? Um, The way that this, the way that Surveyor, I'm gonna talk about Surveyor more just because that's the one I'm participating in. but I want you guys to know kind of basic information and I'm, I'm going to tell you pros and cons. So you guys are getting ready to get the good and the bad. This is the real side of everything that I have dealt with, with this clinical trial um, and every, and any complications, that type of thing. And I want to share that with you because I want you to understand that um, there are going to be hiccups, no matter what you participate in, there's hiccups, it's research, you know, there's going to be setbacks. It's just part of, of, how it goes. Um, So I say that too, because it also means like, we need to think about whether or not we can handle those hiccups um, and those setbacks and what each of us is capable of doing. Um, I went into this thinking, this is going to be super simple. It's for, you know, 28 days. Um, You know, I'll have support for 28 days and um, there won't be any issues. And I really, um, I think I really just fooled myself because it wasn't that easy. Um, so let me start with how it started out with me. Um, I went to Georgetown hospital in Washington, DC, um, to Dr. Karen Anderson's, uh, clinic. Um, the reason for that is because I absolutely love Dr. Karen Anderson. She is an amazing doctor. Um, and I truly respect her. Uh, she listens to her patients. Her team is just amazing. The coordinators are amazing. They are also a location that, you know, has everything. Um, so it's really like this all-in-one, and, and um, I just love that. So anyways, that's why I chose the location that I did, um, and I plan on continuing to see her as my doctor for that reason, uh, just because I she's just one of my favorite people. Um, And I'm willing to travel for that. I think it's important to have somebody that you trust um, as your doctor and you know is going to follow along and do everything that you need to do. Um, Anyways, so I went up to see Dr. Karen Anderson. um, And the first visit that I went for was a screening visit. That has been so far the most extensive visit Uh, because they do everything, right? Like they do cognitive, very, very extensive cognitive assessment. Um, like we've not had before. Um, they do drug tests, they do blood tests, they monitor your heart and do an EKG. They, um, you know, they do all of these things to see if you can screen and qualify for being in this clinical trial. um, which is great, right? You you want to have the right people. What I found was real was really encouraging is you do not have to have a diagnosis of HD to participate in this. So you can be in that prodromal state of HD, um, but you have to be showing some cognitive deficits per their assessment. It's not like you go to a doctor and you know have deficits diagnosed, because this is not a diagnosis. This is literally you're going in and participating in research and they have their own assessments. They have their own algorithms. So you have to meet the criteria per their stuff. Um, And their algorithm is very different than the algorithm that you might see in another clinical trial. Um, So you may get into this one, but you may not get into another one, even though, you know, they have assessments um, because their assessments are not the same. And like I said, Sage Therapeutics came up with a brand new assessment for this, um, which is super exciting. Um, so that being said, um, they, they did this extensive uh, research. So that being said, they did this extensive cognitive assessment. Um, I also got to do the driving uh, test, which was, it's all crazy thing. It was a little trippy, um, but interesting. But, um, I was definitely drained after doing the cognitive stuff. It was a long day for me. It's about eight hours, um, of, you know, all kinds of tests and making sure that, um, making sure that I was eligible and and everything. Uh, so it was a lot, it was a lot of stuff, you know, you do stuff, not only on paper, all of us are pretty used to like the neurologic or cognitive if you've done unroll hd you're used to that you know paper um cognitive testing or whatever well this does that and computer stuff and it can you know it combines all kinds of stuff and it's it's a lot so i was absolutely exhausted after my visit um and I was even like walking in the wrong direction. My husband had to point me in the right direction, and I'm somebody like in the airport, okay who I fly regularly um and have since I was six weeks old, and I was rock- walking the wrong way um so my husband was like, "Are you okay?" And I had to say, "Oh, my brain is done like i am I am shut down right now um and that's hard for me uh as somebody who I've always been very independent and um to shut down like i did you know just walking through the airport and really needing help with navigating and stuff just because i was so tired like that's hard that's a hard thing but my brain is the best it's ever going to be right now from this point on this is the best it's going to get and so right now is the time i need to participate um because i'm just going to decline okay um for those who don't know i did receive a diagnosis Uh, Last year, in October of 2022, of neurocognitive disorder related to Huntington's. And that means that I have deficits in my cognitive function. And so um, while it may seem like on here, um, I'm perfectly fine. On the day to day, it's really hard for me. Um, I deal with fatigue. I deal with memory issues, word finding issues. Uh, it gets worse as the day goes on. Um, you know, here, I it's a controlled environment, right? Like I can control what you guys see. Um, I can edit very well. Um, and, and it's different living day to day. Um, so that being said, you know, I, I'm excited that I got into this clinical trial, while it's also a little bit heartbreaking and I have to grieve for myself and I have um, that I'm at that point Um, because, you know, you never want to be at that point, but it's reality. And either we step up and admit to what's there and take advantage of the research that is available to us now because they've really come a long way in um, wanting to include prodromal um, and we've been asking for that now, and so I'm not going to pass up the opportunity, um, even though it's scary for me. Um, that's just my personal thing. I don't. I'm not speaking towards anybody else. If you don't feel that you're ready, then certainly don't do it. Um, but for me, I I was ready, and um, so I got in. I, I'm sorry. I'm like all over the place. I got into the clinical trial. Um, so that was one visit. My husband did go with me because they. Um, do highly encourage that a caregiver goes with you, and so I had to find somebody who is willing to take care of my kids when Josh and I fly up there. So the part of this that's really um, complicated is that I have to fly up every two weeks. Um, so I have to do a visit. We do the screening visit. Then there's the once you are once you qualify, you have the visit before day one, before you take the medicine to do all the screening again, to make sure you're not on drugs, that nothing's changed, you know, uh, all of that. Then you have that the day after that visit, you have your day one visit where you actually take your medication. And then you have a day 14 visit, a day 28 visit, and a day 42 visit. So it's every two weeks. Um, so that's a lot, especially for me when I have two little kids, you know, they're three and five. Um, so that's it's a lot to have to do that. Um, but again, I chose this one because it's the shorter study. I you know, felt like I had um, enough support to for for somebody to take care of my kids for the couple days that we would be gone every two weeks. Um, so, yeah. But it is very hard to have to go every two weeks. Um, So I went back for the, once I got told that I'm officially in the study, yay. um, I go back two weeks after that. I have my screen again where, you know, we go through drug testing, blood tests, EKG, everything again. Um, I think it wasn't as complicated for me though, because I already knew it was coming. And so, like I, I've already been through it, so it wasn't as terrible. And it was a little bit shorter um, that day because they didn't do all of the cognitive testing since they're they were going to be doing it the next day too. So, anyways, after that is day one. It's the, your official day on the medication. Um, you, that is a, a long day of, you know, they do all of your cognitive testing. They do everything that they need to do. And then they administer the drug and um, they show you how to, they have this really cool thing called, um, well, it's, it's an app basically um, where you have to check in every day. And um, so they can either put it on your phone or they give you a phone. So in case you don't, don't have one, or you don't want to use your own phone. Um, So you can check in every single day on this app. Uh, for for the 28 day or uh, 42 day period. Um, Super user friendly, didn't have any problems with it, but you know, they have to show you all that stuff. So the day was a little bit longer um, for that. Um, I get to my day 14 visit. Um, Mind you, everything's been going fine at home. I've been taking my drug, my study drug or placebo. I don't know which it is, um, but they refer to all of it as study drug. And, you know, doing everything that I need to do, no problems. Um, And here's where my life went crazy with this thing. Okay. So for my day 14 visit, I was supposed to be flying up on the 28th. Well, I thought the 28th, I think fell on a Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was on a Tuesday. Anyway, so there was something that happened and my mother-in-law was not able to take care of the kids. Um, and so my husband, who was supposed to be going with me, had to um, had to stay with the kids. And so thankfully, um, they did a really good job of accommodating that and they let him participate remotely so he could stay with the kids. And I'm so grateful because I don't know what we would have done otherwise. Um, But what also happened during that period is that I thought that Monday was the 27th. I knew I was flying out on the 28th. The whole day I thought it was the 27th. And about eight o'clock that night, I go to look and see you know, what I need to have ready for tomorrow for flying and everything because my flight was going out in the evening. And I realized that the day said it, it was the 28th and I went, oh my God, today is not the 27th. I just missed my flight. And I have never done that in my life. I have never mixed up my days and missed a flight from, from mixing up my days. I was freaking out um I mean I was crying I was like I cannot believe I did this um they were super amazing the um this is one of the reasons I love Georgetown they literally just took care of everything for me and uh got me rescheduled to fly out the next day and the clinical research unit was able to move my my appointment basically by a day so I was still able to go and and participate um well you know that's that's one thing and and i'm sure everybody's going oh well you know that would happen to anybody okay so then got through my appointment it was super easy like really such an easy appointment um got done early because it was so easy and um i went back to the hotel And I decided I was going to take a nap and went to sleep, woke up, ate dinner, stayed in the room because I actually had the room to myself and didn't have kids. And for those who know what a three and five-year-old are like, uh, when you get time to yourself, it's the most amazing thing ever. So I enjoyed just having the bed to myself and getting to watch whatever I wanted on TV. And it never crossed my mind that I had left my bag with the study drug at Georgetown. Such is my life. Um, So, you know, my the, my flight for the next day is taking off eight o'clock in the morning. And thankfully, I was able to get a hold of a coordinator and they were able to fix everything um, and get the study drug to me. But at this point, I'm so mad at myself, right? Because not only did I forget my flight, now I've forgotten the thing I was there for, right? in the study drug. So, yeah, that was my experience um, with that. Um, oh, I did forget one part. So, I wanted to share with you guys where I was talking about there are always hiccups and things like that. Um, for my day one visit, we did have an issue where uh, I was delayed in, in starting because the Sage Therapeutics uses a third-party company to dispense the study drug. And what we didn't know at the time was that that third-party company had gone down system wide to do an update. Um, and so nobody was able to get study drug that day. But we didn't know any of that when we scheduled the visit. And, um, so we were scrambling, trying to figure out like what was going on, why I couldn't get the drug and, um, Georgetown, the coordinator, my coordinator at Georgetown was amazing and, and worked really hard to, um, contact Sage to get everything fixed. Sage Therapeutics was amazing because I ended up having to stay an additional day. And my husband had to fly home to get my kids, um, because, you know, we, we don't have the ability to leave them that long. So he, he flew, flew home to get the kids. Um, and I was able to stay an additional day and actually take the drug. Um, and Sage was amazing, um, because they approved for me to like, they reworked everything for me. Um, I think that's another pro of this, uh, clinical trial is just that they have a um travel agency called Clinciers that they are working with that takes care of everything up front for you. So you do not have to pay out of pocket. Um so flights, whatever, hotel, they they take care of it up front. So you're not having to be reimbursed. The only thing you're reimbursed for are any meals. Um Or, you know, things that you purchase, like if you have to buy groceries for yourself, something like that, then they'll reimburse for that. Um, Or if you drive, then they'll reimburse for mileage. But um, otherwise, everything is paid up front. And they have been absolutely amazing. Um, They've worked with me with any setbacks and just getting things scheduled. I can't say enough great things about my specific clincierge rep who was assigned to me, she, uh, her name is Emily, and she has just been a rock star. Like, I don't know what I would have done without her. I don't think I would have survived this, this whole experience without her. So um, shout out to Sage for using clinciers for their clinical trial, because that is probably one of the smartest things I've ever seen. Um, The other great thing about it is, uh, my experience has been you go and you participate and you expect a check in the mail, you know, a couple weeks later um, with this. They actually gave me a card um, to be able to reimburse everything um, and um, onto the card. So you get it immediately. So it's available to you immediately. And that is awesome. Um, I've never had that with any. Study or trial that I have participated in, so I think that was an absolutely amazing thing too. So again, some hiccups. Sage Therapeutics and Georgetown were both amazing in fixing things. Clinciers, by far, best thing I've ever seen, um, and I am so happy with them and um, what they have done for me. Um, so that being said, despite setbacks, despite issues with memory um i have so far survived any issues with the clinical trial and just fine and uh and i have totally enjoyed participating um it's not long as far as doing the daily app um less than 10 minutes for me uh and then i'm on my way you know uh biggest part of it is i have to find a quiet place and that's really ha- hard to do with kids but other than that no issues uh, I will tell you that this week I was supposed to be there for my day 28 visit, And, um, unfortunately I am not there, which is why I'm doing this podcast from home instead of doing an update from there. Cause that was my hope. Um, so pipe burst again at the clinical research unit. And so they had to reschedule me for next week, which is fine. That's still, I'm still within protocol, but, um, Definitely a very stressful thing because we were on our way out the door to go to the airport. Um, I also had issues with childcare because uh, my mother-in-law unfortunately ended up in the emergency room. And thankfully my cousin um, stepped up and was like, I'll take the kids. Uh, But like, this was all within the last hour and a half before we had to be at the airport. We're finding out, you know, my mother-in-law's in the emergency room and we're trying to find a place for the kids so Josh can go with me. And then we get the phone call while we're on our way, um, to the airport that, that the pipe burst. And so they were rescheduling. So it's a good thing. They called me before I, you know, got on the plane and actually got there. Cause I don't know what, what would have happened then. Um, but I mean, as we speak, they're working on getting everything rescheduled and, uh, and they have just been amazing so again my point to all of this is there's always setbacks there's always going to be some something that happens right because that's life Uh, especially our lives like I don't know about you guys but it just seems like my life is just very chaotic anyway um so so far really good but I told you all of this because I wanted you guys to realize like it's not been perfect it has been um it's been kind of stressful, just having to go every two weeks. that's definitely been a lot. Uh, I understand the need for it, but you know it's definitely not the easiest thing um I've been through, and I think one of the hardest parts for me has just been the child care side of things because I do not have a lot of support when it comes to um, child care, and it's something that maybe the pharmaceutical companies should be thinking about is how to kind of help in that area um, for those of us who have kids and uh you know we're having to to be away from our kids. I also do love that <clears throat> they were so accommodating when it came to Josh not being able to fly up with me because of no child care. And so he was able to participate remotely. Um, so that was a huge benefit to us, you know, especially last minute like like it was. Um, so very grateful that they did that. Um, but I do think that, uh, for those who are, who are full-time working or who have kids and, you know, those things really need to be kind of taken into consideration. Um, I think that overall, you know, studies are going to have, or trials are going to have kinks. And, I, and I'm and i hoping that I was a guinea pig and the kinks are completed and everybody else has a really easy time of it. Um, you know, but I was able to roll with punches. Uh, sure, I was frustrated. It was a little stressful to have to deal with, you know, staying longer, not knowing what was going on um, when it came to um, not being able to get the drug dispensed, but again, Georgetown was amazing in handling it. Concierge was amazing in handling it. And Sage really stepped up and, you know, they just said, get her rebook her stuff. We'll take care of it. No issues. Um, <clears throat> so that really took some stress off of me to not have to worry about that stuff. So, Overall, my, my experience has been good despite any setbacks, but I would definitely plan on, if you're participating in any clinical trial, plan on setbacks. Just, you're not going to be able to plan for everything, but I think it's just really hard, especially if you have a, like, you need routine. Um, like, having any setbacks is so, so hard, and I can't imagine somebody who is more symptomatic Having to deal with those setbacks and how difficult it would be not only for the person with HD, but for the caregiver, especially if you are working, you know, you're full-time working and if you had setbacks and um, and you had to get back, like that's, that's a really hard thing. So those are things to keep in mind. I'm sure it happens in all clinical trials and studies, <laughs> but definitely when you're having to go... Oh. sorry. And you're having to go every two weeks and like you've taken the time off work and things like that. Um, it's something to consider. So yeah, overall, that's been my experience. Um, you know, that's another thing to consider if you are working full time. I, I am currently waiting on disability. I'm in that, I'm, you know, in that really stressful period of waiting and, so for me it was a little bit easier to roll with the punches but for somebody who is working full time or a caregiver who's working full time you know it's not as easy and if you're not wanting to share with your employment that you're going to participate in a cl- clinical trial which by the way per law you don't have to to let them know what your appointment is for um but you do have to have the time off to be able to do it. So, you know, putting in for PTO for um, for all of that and just trying to explain like, I have these appointments, you know, these medical appointments for the next 42 days and I need PTO. Well, if things go crazy, like that's really hard to, to have any type of setback. So take that into consideration if you're looking to participate again, this is only one site. I don't know how other sites have worked. Um, but I, I just think, uh, my biggest thing is be prepared for things to not go as planned. It just, and that's been in every study that I, I have participated in. There always seems to be something that doesn't go as planned. That's okay. But we just have to be prepared for it because otherwise like we get angry and it throws us off and, um, you know, there's no point in in getting worked up. This is where having a really good site like Georgetown working for you and the coordinators and all of that, and also having this clincierge um, company that, that acts as a liaison and does everything um, for travel arrangements and everything. That's what their job is. So we have to trust them to do it. And. You know, I, I had a really hard time with that. I had a lot of anxiety at first, but I am just so grateful for them taking care of everything and for really stepping up and going above and beyond for me. So anyways, that is my story with Surveyor. Um, I will be going next week for my day 28 visit. And then um, I will have one more visit for day 42. I hope to do an update for you guys then um for my my last thing. And I hope to let you guys know whether or not I get into the open label portion uh, and what that looks like. Um, So thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you have questions, feel free to send them to me. I'm happy to talk to you about any of it. Um, We will be having somebody from SAGE come on and talk a little bit about um, surveyor and dimensions and um, just what they're doing and how they can help the community. Um, so, yeah, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed. Thanks for sticking through this and take care, guys. Love you.
0: Thank you for listening.